Welcome to 3Talk, coaching conversations for modern day living. With backgrounds in business, marketing and teaching, Susie, Lucia and Fleur bring you tips and tools to help you live the life you want to live. 3Talk, transforming lives for the better. Welcome back to 3Talk. Today we're going to talk about how to keep going during difficult times. As we all know, difficulties are a natural part of life. Life is beautiful and challenging, but let's face it, if everything was going smoothly all the time, we wouldn't appreciate the joyous times half as much. This is easy to acknowledge when we aren't going through a tough time, but when we are, it can seem terribly difficult to gain this perspective. If you've ever worked hard towards a personal goal and experienced a massive setback, you know how hard it can be to get back on your feet but chances are you already know the most important thing is that you keep moving forward. It is important to give yourself some time to reflect on what caused the difficulty. Could it have been avoided? If it could have, what can you learn to avoid? An obstacle like that again. Life challenges that couldn't be avoided can be crushing, which is why it's crucial to give yourself time to heal and do some in a productive manner. Life challenges we believe are invaluable learning lessons and staying motivated through it makes them critical to the growth of a successful life. What do you think, Lucia? That really resonates uh, with me. And we were having a chat recently, weren't we, where we were just talking about assumptions that people make about yourself and how, in my case, because I'm a bubbly person and I seem to always have a smile on my face and I am like you know with all overall positive optimistic and happy person people tend to assume that I had it easy all my life when the truth is I face uh, big challenges and, and big difficulties from a very early age uh, but it's exactly as, as what you were saying I saw all of those as an opportunity to grow and learn and all those things, to be honest, have led me to what I am today and had made me the woman I am today. And I'm sure there are very many to come will help me grow into my future me. Uh, to whom, by the way, if you're listening in that time in the future, thank you very much for going through everything. Uh, but, you know, I do think that even though it might be difficult to see it as we are going through that challenging time, it is always a lesson. It is always something that is going to help you go farther. It's going to help you stretch yourself. It's going to help you push you. It's going to help you to learn to know yourself better. So try and reminding yourself these things as you're going through them can definitely help you. I'm not going to say be positive about it, but stay a bit calmer about the situation, which is the other thing is about learning and managing your expectations and keeping everything in check. What do you think, Susie? It's a hard one, isn't it? Just in terms of, like you said, keeping your head up high and being positive when you just feel like the whole world is crashing around you. And that could be for a number of reasons. I mean, I went to a funeral last week and we suffered a family bereavement. And in times like that, it is really hard. But... I think the lesson that we kind of all talked about afterwards with the family was live your life to the fullest um, because that individual did. And actually there is definitely some solace we got from that. And off the back of that, we've made some future plans together, agreeing that we wouldn't let time slide. And so some good have come out of it. And 
you're right, Latrice, you do always have a smile on your face and you're always positive. But, and I'm, I work hard on that every day, but it's a choice. And, you know, during these times, you can, you can choose life or you can choose the alternative. And I know which one I choose every single time. You just sometimes need a bit of help working out some steps to get you back to kind of where you need to be. So, yeah, I definitely agree that there is lots that we can do just in terms of trying to help ourselves through these difficult times. Thank you, ladies. That was very helpful. So we all need help to persevere. And this list breaks down five ways to stay motivated when you experience your difficult times. And the first thing we'd like to say is up your self-care. Life challenges can be shocking, depressing and outright negative for many people. When an individual undergoes a crushing time, they often want to hide their pain and frustration from people for fear of showing weakness. Bad times happen to everyone. You're not a failure or a loser for being thrown off your course. It's important to take care of yourself through it and let others know you're hurting so they're able to aid your healing. It's kind of like sharing your pain, but with the right people. So be gentle with yourself and build in ample restful sleep, a well-balanced diet, some silence in your day, lots of exercise to get your adrenaline and natural endorphins pumping and to heal your pain, preferably in nature. So invest in your body and give it what it needs to feel good. Be happy and be energized to get back on track. It's always harder getting up after a fall. So you might need a little bit of rest time before you get back up. But developing a positive system for your well-being will make getting back up that much easier. What do you think, Susie? Yeah, I think this is a really important one. I mean, I remember when I was, um, my gosh, going back to my 30s and I was in quite an anxious state. And for me, self-care was things like deciding to go to the toilet. So I don't know about you girls, but if you are busy, busy, busy during the day at work or at home, um, sometimes you would li- I could put that off for hours and hours and hours because I'm always too busy, so always need to do. And sometimes people think self-care is this big luxury, you know, by going to a spa or going on a retreat. And actually, sometimes it's, for some people, it's just the basics. It's just prioritizing your health over everything else. So I used to look at this differently, but now it is for me getting naps, sleeping. That's a key one. It is for me meal planning. Again, some people don't say, but that is self-care because then I know that I've set myself up to eat well, to make myself feel better. And when I don't do that, I know what it feels like. I know what the results are. And another one, I suppose, for me was, was a massive one. It was a big learning curve was saying no. That was self-care in itself, just saying no to people, either to helping them when I put my, um, helping myself and my family first, or just saying no to events and things, because actually it was to help other people again, not me. So it can mean different things. And I think just establishing what self-care means to you is, is a good place to start, but you can do it really basically. It doesn't have to be lavish and it doesn't have to be luxury. What do you think, Latoya? I think self-care is whatever you make of it. The word it says itself says it, self. So whatever rocks your boat, really. For some people would be, as you were saying, doing something luxurious and extravagant. For some others will actually be going to a toilet on your own because you've got two toddlers that go everywhere with you. So (laughs) I would say just take everything with a pinch of salt and listen to yourself and just see what you need because that's the other thing to throw in the mix. Sometimes you need a nap. 
And sometimes what you do need is to go out and have the run of your life for half an hour and sweat it all out. So see where you are, feel into where you are and feel into what you're needing in that moment. Like um, I think you ladies know I went through a rough patch recently where my kids are both sick. So I've been up all night pretty much every night of the week. And I can't function on a two-hour sleep, but my body got into a place that actually I couldn't get to sleep out of the official, and I so-call official sleeping hours, which meant that if I was up from bed at 4 a.m., that was me for the day. So what I realized that I needed in that moment, which was counterintuitive because it, it led me with this sort of hangover feel where all you want is fast, greasy food, I actually made the choice of, eating like you know nourishing good food hearty food that was going to help me feel better and comforted I took some time to just sit in silence for two three minutes that's all I needed but I just needed like some clear space in my head and I just took some time to just laugh really I was listening to jokes or silly videos on the internet that I knew were going to make me laugh because that I felt that's what I needed so again as I was saying, self-care is really down to you and what you make of it and what you need in that very moment. It just leads on really nicely to number two, give yourself time. You spoke a lot about time, Lucia. Life challenges lose all value if you don't give yourself enough time to reflect and consider. Give yourself some time to draw out what events compounded to result in this problem, what it means for your timeline and how you can avoid something like that again in the future. Allow these obstacles to serve the priceless educational function that they were meant to. If the event was totally out of your control, how can you accept the reality and process the pain? This will need professional support as trauma that is left unhealed will bounce up again and cause more problems in your life. So when slowing down and reflecting, it's important to do so in a productive way. Look at the story interwoven throughout your setback and look at the different methods you're going to develop for a new approach to the same situation. Draw out the different scenarios, compare the pros and cons of each and what facilitated your setback. Do your homework well the first time and it will help you in the future. But give yourself time to do that. What do you think, Susie? Giving yourself time. Wow. What, um, what a gift, but also what a hard thing to do. I certainly used to almost need people to give me permission to take time. I found this probably one of the hardest things and now I take time and I do not need permission for people to give me that anymore. But this is probably one of the biggest things that I see certainly um, with friends and clients. They feel like they still need that permission to give that time to whether it be heal or slow down or reflect. Just the other day I was saying to someone about journaling and they said, oh, I haven't got time I just don't have any time. And my take on that was in order for you to get through times, you need to reflect. And if you haven't got time to help yourself, i.e., like you said, flow with the homework, then you're basically telling yourself that you're not worth it and that you don't see it as a priority to help yourself through these difficult times. And that actually you want to perpetuate the state that you're currently in. And that might sound a bit harsh, but that's just a fact. If you're not going to help yourself and no one else can. So really and truly for me, 
depending what depends what scenario that you're in or what you find yourself in you must give yourself the time to reflect to look at what it is that you need and if it's an awareness or if it's an acknowledgement or if it is something that you need to process perhaps then you need to allow your mind and body go through that process and give it the respect it needs in order for it to um, come out the other side as unscathed as you possibly can so I think this is really key to keep going during difficult times for sure what do you think Lucia? Well probably one of the main things to remember when contemplating giving yourself time and being patient is that chances are if you're trying to get over something quickly what you're doing is just putting a patch on it you are not taking the time as we're saying to realize what is happening and so you're not doing your learning and as we all know karma is a big and it will come back and get you in that in you know any other shape and form but it will get back to you until you learn that lesson so if you really do not want to live through the same scenario twice or three times or however many times you're willing to put yourself through it you better get to do it the first time around and really understand why is something happening to you what is happening to you and how do you feel about what's happening to you so you're able to put the measures in place to overcome that situation once and for all definitely so guys do your homework because you're worth it so that leads us to number three do one positive thing every day so this may sound a little bit corny but positivity is the cornerstone of every level of success in the world when experiencing obstacles it's easy to default to negativity disgust depression and self-pity but if you incorporate doing something positive every day you'll be forced to smile and enjoy life in that moment Positivity is infectious, so by building it into your schedule, you'll begin to adopt the feeling throughout all of your activities, which is what Lucia was saying she was doing last week with her little funny things on the internet. It's natural to feel sad and depressed after a setback, but the sooner you bring a wave of light back into your life, the sooner you'll be back on your way to success again. So allow yourself to watch a favorite movie, go for a walk, a jog, spend an hour cooking your favorite meal, complete one painting every day, or go volunteer somewhere locally. You'll be feeling like your old self in no time. What do you think, Susie? Yeah, I think it's really important, especially when you're, um, whether you're going through a difficult time or just trying to build positive habits into your life. It's just trying to choose one thing. Um, I'm very good at taking on too much and I'm very good at setting myself, um, not all the time, but sometimes unachievable goals. Um, but one thing that is working for me massively at the moment is affirmation cards. And you probably know Louise Hay because she's uh, an institution in her own right. And she does amazing affirmation cards and beautiful self-help books. But um, I currently have How to Love Yourself cards. And it's a deck of 64 affirmations. And today, my positive quote of the day is, everything I do is a choice. So I'm in control of my reality. and. It's just one positive thing that I do every day and I've built that in and it's really after like literally now what nearly two months it's making a huge difference. I think when we say about these do one positive thing every day people think oh god again they come back to time and they come back to um, you know my reality is that I just won't be able to fit that in. Well there, there you go that's one thing that took me about 20 seconds to take out the box today and it's it's on my computer and every time I sit down to work, it's there. 
if I have a non-working day, I pull one out in the morning and I stick it in the kitchen, usually by the kettle, because that's usually where I spend a lot of my day. <laughs> and um, I also have a doodles book, doodles and dreams book. And I find that so positive. It can be about anything. And I'm finding that I'm doing that pretty much every other day. So I think it's really important to set yourself that time, but to dream, allow yourself to do things that make you feel good. And if, like I said, you haven't got the time, just try and choose small things to begin with. What about you, Lucia? I just think that time comes and the opportunity presents itself. And I give you a funny example, right? This very morning, I was trying to get my kids to go to nursery and you know, being who they are, they were just running around, they were just having fun. And I was trying to get my daughter dressed and she just stopped and said, yes, mummy, I will get dressed, but first, my dance. And right there, in, in that very minute, I just had to stop rushing around and actually just laugh and laugh out loud because she damn has her priorities right. She was like, you know what? Yes, I'm going to do all these things, but first I'm going to dance. And there you had it, the three of us in the kitchen, dancing to the Beauty and the Beast, a theme song. And then we were just set up for the day in a much more positive way because we actually just allowed us to have one minute of fun, of just movement, creative movement and fun right there, right then. But the, the story could have been much more different if I was like, you know, with my mom hat on and be like, no, we need to get out of the house right now and drag them out of the kitchen and into the car. But by allowing that possibility, by taking that opportunity and sitting thinking, you know what, that's actually quite a good, fun and positive thing to do. Let's do it. Then the morning went much more smoothly and in much more positive way than I could have ever imagined. So I would say, if you're not good at planning out when these positive moments are going to come, just take it spontaneously because I do think that the opportunity would also present itself. So just go with it. That's lovely. Sounds like a nice morning. So that leads us to number four. Don't dwell on the past. A huge waste of your time after experiencing a challenge is to dwell on the past. Too many people look back to the good times before they faltered and end up drowning in a pool of unproductive self-pity. Don't dwell on what you did wrong to produce the setback the challenge happened it happened for a reason and it happened to teach you a valuable lesson moving forward be happy it happened I know that's easier said than done and that you're able to get back on course look into the past will only make you feel worse think about the now what are you going to change how much better your approach is going to be the obstacle provides you with a new educational perspective that will make the present far better than the past I'm sure we can all think back ladies to something that's happened in our life that we didn't, couldn't see at the time was going to be useful for us. It's been extremely useful. What do you think, Lucia? I love a quote, and I can't remember by whom it is, but it says, don't look at the past because you're not going there. <laughs> and I think that is very true. The past is amazing, and it's giving you that learning and that lesson. It's something that you take with you, but you're not going backwards. You're going you know, frontwards. Uh, and that's what you should be looking at. So take the learning, take it with you, put it in your heart and in your mind, and then just keep on going because that's the direction that you're heading to. And, you know, the past is the past. What can you do about that? There's nothing you can change about it. What you can do is take that learning, apply it to your nowadays, and just think how you can make it better. This is something... Um 
I've had a lot of help with in the past. I've helped myself with in the past and I help a lot of people with. Because ultimately, a lot of what we or where we are when we can't move forward, we're stuck on something. And nine times out of 10, we're stuck in either the past or a pattern which we've formed over time and we can't see a way out. So whether that be habits, thinking, actions, it's trying to look at obviously where they were formed and letting that go. And I can remember having major anger surrounding just a certain thing that happened to me in my life. And it wasn't until I let that go that I could let everything else in. And it was eating away without my knowledge. It was eroding everything. Like it was it was turning up in all random places of my life. Um, it wasn't obvious anger doesn't discriminate it and it can pop up in anyone at any time from whatever so I think a really powerful quote that I heard was about the truth is unless you let go unless you forgive unless you forgive the situation unless you realize the situation is actually over you'll never move forward and I think it's just so important because it's not the easiest thing it's probably one of the hardest things to do but yet it's quite, uh, you know, uh, we, we, we're giving you a simplistic view of it today. We know it's hard, but I do think that once you can manage to do that and not dwell on the past, you will absolutely change the trajectory of where you're going because you'll actually be able to get your car out of reverse gear and start getting it moving forward. Might only be the first gear, but it's better than sitting in reverse all the time. So yeah, I think I think this is like a really key one, especially when you're in these desperate times because you think it's a permanent state and sometimes you just can't let go of that, which means even when you're out of your difficult time, unfortunately, you still keep yourself mentally in that difficult time. Yeah, that's a really good point. And so something to help you on to point five is surround yourself with people who are good for you. Surround yourself with people who constantly tell you all of the positive things we've just described. If you have a negative influence encourage you to sit and wallow in despair, chances are you're going to sit and wallow in despair. But if you associate with motivated, positive individuals who can't wait to pick up the pieces and build something beautiful, their infectious outlook on life is going to flood you. At different stages of life, not everyone in your life will serve a beneficial function. But it's important during a time of challenge to surround yourself with precisely the people who are going to comfort you, lift you up and give you the tools you need to get back on track better than before. So treat yourself to friendship and kindness during the challenging time. It will help you your mental and emotional stability. What do you think, Lucia? I think this is so incredibly important because, you know, you feed off the energy of others. And if you're surrounded by people that are just going to drag you down, that's what you're going to end up. And me being the positive person that I am, I must admit, uh, or I must confess, I find it really difficult to be surrounded by negativity. A, because the first thing I want to do is just help them, getting out of them. And I get even more frustrated when I see that that is not happening. So I end up like, you know, going down to that level and then they beat me because they are experts. And so I try and stay away from that simply because I just, I can't align with that. And the people pleaser in me, things that I can just solve the world problems in just one go. But, uh, you know, on the other hand, surrounding yourself with people that can lift you up and cheer you on, 
it does have that hundred times boosting effect, really. So just conquering one small thing, doing just one small win, if the right people cheer you on and celebrate with you, can go the extra mile. You know, I think as well for the people listening, maybe Lucia, that aren't aware of maybe their negativity or positivity. Um, I certainly never thought I was a negative person at all, but I also didn't see that I was surrounded and didn't align with people that weren't being positive because I was in in the kind of space in between negative and positive. So what I would say to people um, that find themselves in that boat would be just look at the people who are around you. They say it's look at the five people you spend the most time with and are they on, again, I use this word a lot, but it's quite important for me right now, is are they on the trajectory that you want to go? So are they lifting your mood? Are they motivating you? Are they role models? Are they inspiring you? And if the answer to a lot of those are no, and you know the opposite is happening, they're draining and finding it difficult um, to motivate myself to actually even arrange things with them, then one of my things would be to go back to saying no. And you know, if you can't surround yourself with good people uh, in that moment of your time, then just try and look at one person maybe out of a group of friends that okay might not align with you 100% but that is helping you because it's really important that you do eventually get to a place where you can surround yourself you know at times like this sometimes we don't want to surround ourselves but it can be um, one of the most important things that you can do to lift your mood for sure yeah I think it's so important that humans need that connection and you know people around you that have got good energy will help you move forward. So a book recommendation this week, The Things You Can See Only When You Slow Down by Harmin Sunny. It's not just about how to be calm in a busy world. It's about how to live your life intentionally and be the most balanced version of yourself. And I'd like to leave you with the quote, strength grows in the moments when you think you can't go on, but you keep going anyway. So thanks for listening to us one more week. Thanks for your support. And don't forget to leave us a comment or a review, subscribe, share the love, and thank you for helping us to keep giving this content. Have a great week, even if you're going through tough times, and see you next time. Much love.